Hi, welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check our website at anditswriting.com. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we are going to talk about chapters. <laughs> Chapter lengths, how do you know when to split them, everything about chapters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the, the first one, the big one for me is chapter lengths, because I know some people get a little more particular about their chapter lengths than others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, see, in this group, I'm the I'm the one who does like, you know, like average size chapters <laughs> and Avery does them all over the place. All over the place. <laughs> They're either really, really long. Some of them are very, very short. And uh, I, I don't think it, I did write a chapter that was uh like two pages once and that felt pretty good, but I've never done <laughs> like just like a few paragraphs. It's not that I have anything wrong with them. I just, I don't know how to set those up. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done one that was quite a few paragraphs, but yeah, I've done some that are a couple pages. I might be thinking of ones that were like in your uh, rough drafts, maybe. Probably. Of, of your self-published series, yeah. Yeah, some of the rough drafts were probably shorter, but <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've since learned how to use scene breaks and transitions better. Check out our other episode on those. I think it's a two-parter, actually. So, yeah, I was going to say, have we talked about this before? Yes. I think a little bit we have. A little bit we have. Yeah, we had a mini episode on scene breaks and a mini episode on transitions, which is actually when the chapters came up. Mm, gotcha. We were talking about where to put scene breaks and how you decide it's a scene break or a chapter, which I guess we'll go into here in a minute, but I want to stay on length for a minute. Yeah. Um, because what do you have an ideal chapter length? I do. I like it to be long enough that I can sit down and read it for a reasonable amount of time and then put it down and be at the end of the chapter. <laughs> because, like, I, you know, and there's some, uh, for instance, uh, I read George R. R. Martin, and most of his chapters are, I would say they're a pretty reasonable length. They're, like, between, like, I don't know, like, 8 and 20 pages. But in the first chapter of the second book there the, the prologue is like 30 pages <laughs> and i hated that i hated that it was so long it, it, it was like because i i like to be in a chapter um and then you know i'm i'm busy so i have to like you know i have to put the book down sometimes i'm not like those people <laughs> that can just sit around and read for hours and hours i and so like i like the chapter to be long enough that i can create a little world in my mind of this chapter and stay in there for a while. And then when I have to do my chores, I can put it down after reading, like, say, you know, 12 to 15 minutes, you know, but I take a lot longer to read than a lot of people because mm -hmm. I read so slow. But it's different, you know, like it's different for everyone. So I typically like 12 to 18 pages at the most <laughs> published pages, not word document pages because word doc pages are like eight and a half by eleven those are those yeah are bigger <laughs> well and i think the ideal chapter length also varies depending on the genre and the pacing you want for your book and i have an example it's the opposite 
of George R. R. Martin. And it's a book I'm reading a galley of right now called The Deep Sky uh, by Yume Kitase. And it has pretty short chapters. Sometimes they're just a couple pages. There's these interludes that are like a paragraph between chapters. Mm. And the chapter breaks are so skillfully done that it'll be like, okay, the next chapter is only like three or four pages. I can read that and then I can go to bed. And then I get to the end and I'm like, damn it, I got to know what happens next. I'll read one more. And so when you have these short chapters, you can kind of get that just one more, just one more, just one more effect. So it does depend on what type of book. So if you're writing like a thriller yeah. or like a more fast paced, like contemporary romance, something really zippy, having these short chapters depending on where your transitions are and how your transitions feel can make people read more. Because like you said, if there's a chapter that's like 30 pages long and I'm halfway through it and I'm getting tired, I'm like, I don't got it in me to read 15 more pages. I'm falling asleep right now. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel like you kind of like lose momentum, mm -hmm. which is why when I'm deciding what to do with my chapters, I you know, like where to begin and end them. I let the momentum take me through the chapter. And then at the end of a chapter, I will always have another burst right before the next chapter mm -hmm. so that you can have the momentum when the next chapter starts. So like you want, like for me, when I'm designing a chapter, I design it so that there's momentum in the beginning and it winds down toward the end. And then at the end, another burst. So when the second chapter comes in, you can ride the momentum mm -hmm. again which I really like. It gives you a reason to like come back to a book. Like, oh, I really have something to look forward to the next time I open this book up. Let's do that. Whereas like if somebody's writing a really, really long chapter, like that prologue in uh, the second book of Game of Thrones or whatever of Dragon's bullshit, you know, the series name. <laughs> <laughs> the Song of Ice and Fire. <laughs> Song of Ice and Fire. My brain is made of fucking glue today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're in like a middle of a long chapter, you sort of like, and you have to get up in the middle of it. You sort of have to get up almost in the middle of the momentum slowing down. So sometimes it's like, at least for me, harder to come back if I'm not like super engrossed in a book. If I'm super engrossed in a book, then that's different. But mm -hmm. you know, I think that does matter, like how just how much I'm feeling it, <laughs> which is hard. That's another factor that's hard to quantify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 because you got to be careful because if you have a reader that's kind of into your book and wants to finish it but isn't like engrossed you might lose them if you end your chapters in the wrong spot especially early in the book because it can be like i'm setting this down i'll come back next time and then you didn't end it in the nice momentum space so they don't come back because they're not inclined to so when i set up chapters i i set them up to to bring you in. Mm -hmm. I was just going to agree with what you're saying, because yeah, if there's too much of a conclusion at the end of a chapter and I'm like, ah, this is a good place to stop, go do my chores, go to bed, whatever. Then the next mm -hmm. day you're like, I should pick up the book and read, but you, you feel like you had an ending. So you don't, like you said, you don't have that momentum to be like, but I have a big question. And maybe like the big overarching <laughs> yeah. question of the book isn't resolved yet, but you don't have that immediate question of like, what happened next? <laughs> right, right, right. You gotta know. You gotta want to know what what happens next. That is the most important thing. And I find as a writer, I can kind of feel that when I'm writing. Mm -hmm. Like, I I will know when the fun scene is coming to an end because the writing will almost. I'll, I'll slow down. Yeah. Because you almost write as 
fast as you read. So like when you're writing something that's really intense, sometimes you'll write fast. And then the moment that starts to slow down and sort of go to a a baseline, Mm -hmm. that's when I'm like, okay, at the end of this baseline, I'm going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to leave something to pick up in the next chapter and I'm going to stop this chapter. Mm -hmm. Do you, cause you, you mentioned, yeah, you kind of have, it's almost like a rise and then a fall and then a little bit of a rise again. Yeah. Does that change for you, like, through the book as, like, the tension of the climax and everything changes as well? Yeah, I would say because sometimes, like, I guess, yes, you know, I'm, like, kind of shaking my head at myself because, like, if you have a scene that's really poignant and you want your reader to kind of settle into that and process it for a minute, you might not want to add momentum to the end. You might just want to let your reader relax at the end of a very busy chapter like you might Mm -hmm. just want them to be able to process that and if it's a chapter that i think i want processing to be done like if like a character does like a really important monologue or like uh maybe the final battle plan is set and they're about to go out um to war i would say end it because you want the reader to process it a bit Mm -hmm. but if it's a chapter that's sort of I guess has a lot of action beats and maybe I don't know. Like I feel like the average chapter, I want to leave something nice at the end of it, mm-hmm. but like it's kind of poignant to leave some chapters without that and just let the reader sink into it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of okay. want you want to kind of break it up a little bit. I was thinking about that because I was just thinking about my most recent book. I'm like, I think there are a few chapters where like, I think it has to do with the intensity of what mm-hmm. has happened in the chapter. Like, like the tension level, emotional intensity. Yeah. Because if there's something that's like really emotional that's happened, that's when I kind of want to like let the reader breathe for a second. But if it's a chapter that's had like, you know, maybe they're discovering some clues and then there's a bit of a rest and then there's like a, but wait. Yeah. Because that's like not that there's a rise. I We're going to, this is all audio and I'm making like lots of gestures. <laughs> I can see them, but they can't. You can see them. I'm making a lot of wave patterns with my hands. Just visualize that. It's just a parabolic wave of light. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So do you have thoughts? This one's kind of a segue into something different that has to do with chapters. But do you have thoughts on the starting a chapter waking up or ending a chapter going to sleep? (laughs) Ah, Because that is a contentious topic. Uh, You know... There's a lot of topics of contention like this, and I feel like I could rant about them in a whole episode. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, don't try to be the exception, but you might be the exception. Because, like, <laughs> I've read some books where characters are waking up. Actually, I think actually The Hunger Games begins with Katniss waking up in her room or about to it go might. out to hunt. I think she might not be waking up. If she is waking up, it doesn't like legitimately say at the beginning of the chapter she's waking up but you get the sense it's the morning um but uh i you know you if you can do anything right you know you can you can do a dark and stormy night right you know it's (laughs) i don't know i think it's don't try to do it but like if you feel like you must like the only thing that's going to stop you really is the agent submission pile because i know there's some agents out there (laughs) they're like well i'm too I'm too good to take this because it starts uh, with somebody going to sleep or going uh, waking up. And I just don't feel like this right now. And <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of bullshit. But <laughs> I think the reason that they say that at the very beginning, like the first chapter, is just because 
it's one of those things that it can be fine, but it's often done not very well in in that it's usually done as a way to ramp up to the story yeah. and there's a lot of filler because yeah. there's a lot of like getting up getting ready all this stuff as the writers kind of like working easing their way into the story drafting it and then they don't they don't revise it as much my my real question here and i know this is not the topic we're on but my real question here is denying the ones that wake up uh, uh that start waking up is it really saving you a bad submission? Like, are you like, because I feel like if that submission is going to be bad, it's going to be bad anyway. Yeah. So like, and then like having like a good submission, for instance, have somebody waking up. I mean, mm -hmm. then it's, a, you can tell by the writing if it's going to be good. I'm like, do you actually get less bad submissions by having this really <laughs> weird nitpick? Because I bet you don't. You can accept a book and then be like, we have to change this beginning, which is what mm. I did with my book. My book, <laughs> my book, somebody was waking up from a coma and me and my agent kind of fixed it, you know, because the book was good, whatever, you know, but deny, you know, it, it's another, it's a conversation for another time, Avery. <laughs> I have words, but. Yeah, my, my general thought process on this or general thoughts on this are that anything can be done well and anything can be done poorly and to just be thoughtful about why you're doing it i have i have chapters where characters are waking up and i have chapters where characters are going to sleep in the book that i just turned in <laughs> and everyone was cool with that <laughs> yeah like i i don't have any issues with you know fade to black falling asleep chapters so long as they're not like oh my god my cat i'm fine with it i am fine with that kind of chapter i don't think there's really any way to end or begin a chapter that is like objectively always wrong no anything with writing there's there's nothing that's objectively always wrong really <laughs> no like i think that you should begin and end it where you feel like you should begin and end it because that's just the best way to do it like some people oh except oh there is that one thing that people do when they make one <laughs> book one chapter and i'm like could you not do that? Like, I am overwhelmed right now. You instantly remove any neurodivergent reader from your life. I, at least, you know, I can't obviously speak for all indie people, but, like, I'm like, how the hell does anyone wrap their head around a block of text with no stops whatsoever? There's um, Terry Pratchett very famously has not used like chapter breaks are you kidding me in some of his books if not all of his books really yeah i did not know that i don't know i i read some terry pratchett but it was a very very long time ago so i don't remember it was before i was writing so i wasn't really analyzing stuff as much so i don't remember if there are scene breaks and there just aren't chapters in which case the scene breaks are kind of almost acting like chapters or if it's just one I do not know off the top of my head. Interesting. I yeah, like I haven't I have read some. I don't remember what they are on the top of my head, but I do remember feeling very exhausted through mm -hmm. them. So I don't know if that card flies anymore. Like I don't know if publishers are like don't do that, like or if they still allow it. I don't know. Well, and I think Terry Pratchett was able to get away with it because he was Terry Pratchett. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is that something that happens in this day and age? Do people still get away with shit like that? Um, yes, it was, oh, what was it, two years ago? There was a book that was nominated for one of the big awards. I don't oh. remember which one. Might have been The Booker, something like that. That was, I believe it was one sentence. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, that's just literary fiction, right? So yeah, it's literary. It's very literary. If, I guess if you're writing literary fiction, I guess if you're writing literary fiction and you feel the need to do that, I mean, you know what? It's literary fiction, right? So you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I was trying to look it up real quick. 2019. Duck's Newburyport, the new novel by Lucy Ellman, recently shortlisted for the Booker Prize, is a 426,100-word sentence. The fuck is it about? <laughs> a 426,100-word sentence that stretches over a thousand pages, occasionally interrupted by a more traditional story, albeit one from the point of view of a mountain lioness. What? The undamed narrator, a mother of four living in Ohio, has a cutting power of observation and a depressive charm. I gotta look. I gotta, I gotta, in my spare time, I need to go look at this. <laughs> I just remember it being like kind of a flashy thing that a, a book was nominated for one of the big prizes that was essentially mostly one sentence. Wow. I don't know how it was done, but apparently it was done. And at this point, that's almost more of just like, an exercise just to like see if you can yeah i mean <laughs> y'all this is like i i don't see another there's no, she doesn't have another book this is it man i mean th th she does but there's <laughs> they've all got like seven reviews that no one's read them but this one gee whiz i don't know how she got away with that <laughs> i can't explain that on this podcast i would go find another <laughs> podcast for this <laughs> So, yes, please, you don't have to use chapters. Like we said, not, not everything's, nothing is like absolutely wrong, but I would recommend chapters and I would recommend being thoughtful about where you end them, whether that's short or long or at the end of a pause or at the end or adding like a little more momentum. But just just think about where you're ending them instead of just slapping an ending there because you're tired of writing that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I think that's that's all I have to say. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm all out of I'm all out of juice there. <laughs> okay, that's all we have to say about. Bye chapters. guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links and information.